start our recording. And um, Michelle, if you'd like to go ahead and share your screen. I've unmuted you. Yep, I am doing that now. Okay. And welcome everyone. We're happy to have you. All right. So, um, does everyone see just the transition portfolios screen or do you see my question and answer pop up as well? Um, we, we see the, the screen, but on the left-hand side are all the, the rest of the slides. Did you? Yeah, I, um, I have it set up this way because I um, will need to toggle between a couple different tabs um, today during the presentation. And so um, rather than go into the presentation, out of the presentation, I'm doing it this way. So we'll see how that goes as we go along. Um, so my name is Michelle Uja. I am one of the education specialists um, in the Office of Special Education. And today I'm going to talk to you about transition portfolios. So um, we're going to talk about what is in a transition portfolio, how are transition portfolios made, why are transition portfolios important, how can I assist in the development of my student's portfolio, and then uh, we'll have time for questions. So what is in a transition portfolio? So there's uh, four components to a transition portfolio. The first is asking for basic student information. So their name, email address, uh, phone number. And the next component is called student learning characteristics. And it's asking about how students learn best and what they need to be able to learn new information. So as they enter into college or the workforce, what accommodations and or modifications do they need in order to be able to learn information, whether it's in a college classroom or if it's in uh, an, a workplace setting. The next component is academic skills. You know, what, what skills do they have related to classes that they're taking right now, and then employability skills. Students working on the certificate of completion are required to have 10 employability skills courses as part of their course of study, and students uh, accessing graduation pathways are required to demonstrate that they've learned employability skills. So regardless of what path a student might be on, all students are developing those employability skills now through their education. So portfolios are made uh, in high school, although some students might be taking a college or career readiness class in eighth grade that would allow them to start their portfolios early in eighth grade. Most students will be using an online platform called Indiana Career Explorer to create their portfolios. Some students might be using other programs such as Naviance, and then other students might need to have more video or photographs in their portfolios, and so they'll be using the Google Sites template, which I'll show you um, later on today. So, and students 
um, are the ones creating their portfolios with the assistance of um, other adults in the, in the school building. So the, um, oh, it logged me out, hold on a second. So what I have created is two um, versions of the portfolio, um, both with a student who doesn't exist. Um, his name is Nathan, but um, he is not a real student. So this is not real student information that I'm showing you today. The first version that I'm gonna show you is through Indiana Career Explorer. Um, this is what the um, site looks like, and then there is a e-profile, which is the portfolio. And then this is what the portfolio looks like. So this top part is all information that is provided as students use Indiana Career Explorer to create their portfolio. And then this section down here called My Portfolio is information that they've uploaded to the Indiana Career Explorer site. So Nathan has his student information here. He has information on some jobs that he's interested in exploring, what his top career pathways are, and based on a couple assessments that he's taken in an about me section. And here he's uploaded a transcript and a certificate and he would be able to take this portfolio and use it to, to go to employers. There is an actual feature on Indiana Career Explorer that allows students to apply for jobs right on Indiana Career Explorer. So there's a lot of great features uh, most students who will be using Indiana Career Explorer are students who are on uh, graduation pathways, um, although all students are able to use Indiana Career Explorer to either do exploration of careers or to build their portfolio. The other example I'm going to show today is the Google Sites. So the Google Sites portfolio looks um, different. So Google Sites is the way that Google allows users to create their own websites. And so this is um, the first page for his portfolio. So it's got some about me information and then we have his demographics. We have information about his learning characteristics, academic skills, and then employability skills. The Google Sites template allows um, students to add additional information beyond the basics that Indiana Career Explorer does. So academic skills allows them to add some additional information 
with these subpages, and so does employability skills. These pages can be customized for the student along with other information that um, goes in. Students are able to upload photos, they're able to upload video, and they're able to use any resources that they've put on their Google accounts in order to be able to um, upload them as additional documents. So that's um, really exciting um, for students. And um, yeah, um, Naviance is another platform that students might be using. Naviance doesn't have an online uh, portfolio that students can access. It actually is downloaded as a PDF when um, all is said and done. So why are transition portfolios important? Well, it allows students, like I said, to who are entering the workforce right out of high school to show off their skills and talents. It assists in developing self-advocacy and it develops actual steps students can take to pursue their goals. For students who are going um, off to college after they graduate, this will allow them to be able to better articulate what they need in the classroom in order to be able to be successful when they're listening to lectures, which are sometimes very different than the setup that they've been experiencing in high school. So any information that they um, can have um, is, um, is, is important. So, um, how can you assist? Well, you can provide opportunities for your child to explore their interests. If your child is using Indiana Career Explorer, you can have them log in and there's a parent access code that you can request that allows you to um, see what they are doing on the site. And if you're using Google Sites, depending on how the licensing agreement is set up between Google and the school district that you are in, students um, might be able to share their portfolio with you. And um, I would encourage you um, to help students with their portfolios. The students who will be starting portfolios this year are freshmen and eighth graders. So those in the class of 2023 and the class of 2024 upperclassmen, so 10th, 11th, and 12th graders might be creating portfolios, but this is primarily just for students who will be accessing graduation pathways as that rolls out and the new certificate of completion. So uh, if you have a student who is a 10th, 11th, or 12th grader, or in a um, beyond 12th grade grade, then um, please note that they will most likely not be developing a portfolio. Um, because they are not part of the new um, process when it comes to graduation requirements across the state. At this time, um, I'm going to open it up to questions. This is a so great time to ask some questions, folks. So feel free to use that question and answer box to be able to 
ask any questions you might have about transition portfolios. Sometimes it takes a while for people to, to type. Okay. I'm going to put a poll. I'm going to launch a poll so okay. people can describe what their role is. How about that? Sounds good. Okay, folks, go ahead and, and kind of self-identify what your role is. Nice. Okay. This looks stable at this point. <laughs> looks like the majority of participants are probably parents. Got some school staff, got VR counselors, case managers, others, which I'm not quite sure exactly what might fall under that. Maybe. Um, sharing multitude of roles that does happen. Okay, so we've got, got a healthy representation, I think. Yeah, and while that poll is going on, we've gotten some questions in that I'm gonna go ahead and answer live. Great. So the first question is, uh, should IEP teams be letting parents know about this requirement and how to participate? So this is brand new to everybody this year, which means that IEP teams will eventually be involving parents in this discussion, but they might not have figured out all the kinks yet as far as how students will be developing their portfolios. So rather than um, panic you, they might be holding off until next school year in order to start involving you in the process. Um, students in eighth and ninth grade, their focus will be just on that student information as well as the information for students so um, that the student learning characteristics, that's where I'm trying to go. So because that's the focus for this year, they might um, involve you later on down the road when students are doing more academic skills and employability skills, which will be 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. Um, my next question that I have is, um, that does this go along with the WIO requirements for transition? So um, I believe the WIO requirements you probably are speaking to are the ones that are associated with pre-employment transition services or PREATS. And PREATS or pre-employment transition services does have a portfolio component to it. And those are the same. So students who are participating in pre-employment transition services or PREATS would also um, we'll be using the same portfolio and both um, the VR people who are providing those pre services and school staff will work together to be able to do that. Um, I have another question that says what grade level should students contact VR for services? Students um, who might need VR services um, they should be invited to the IEP meeting and the um, school team will work with you to be able to determine when's the best time to start including VR. That's typically in 10th or 11th grade. Um, sometimes it's different 
different than that, but that's that's typically in. Um, just you know, to ask your questions, you should be using the question answer, not the chat feature. Um, chat is actually not available today. We're only using the question and answer feature in order to ask your questions. And um, so that's um, where to go. Um, I have another person who said that they they think that they heard that I said that if their child is now after high school graduation, which they are, they should not log on to try to prepare a file. Is this correct? So this is just for students who are in ninth or eighth grade this year. And then as students age up, it will eventually be for all students with IEPs. Um, those students who have 504 plans, they would, if they're participating in pre-ETS for, um, or pre-employment transition services, they would receive a portfolio through that, but not um, through school. Um, this is for all students with IEPs, regardless if they're going to college or if they're going to the workforce after high school. So that's, that's the questions that I've, um, received so far. Does anyone have any other questions? Did you see the one? Does this go along with WIOA requirements? for? I did. So I believe okay. that um, they're asking if the, um, we're asking, about, so my understanding with how this relates to WIOA would be through pre-employment transition services. And so um, if that's not the WIOA requirements, then if that person could um, clarify their question, I'd appreciate it. Okay. And we have another one just to clarify, while we're waiting for um, someone to clarify that further. Um, just to clarify, is this for all students or just those with 504s or IEPs? Is this for those going on to college or only to workforce after high school? Yep, so all students with IEPs um, are going to eventually be required to have a transition portfolio. This year, um, we're focusing on eighth and ninth graders, and then as those students age up, eventually it will be across eighth through 12th grade, depending on the school. So most students will just access the portfolio in 9th, 10th, and 11th, and 12th grade, but some schools are starting it earlier to take advantage of courses that are offered at their school. So students who have 504s may develop a portfolio through PREETS. As I mentioned before, PREETS also has a um, portfolio component to their um, program, and the they're the same. And so if a student has an IEP and they are working with PREACT, it will be the same portfolio. If they are only doing PREACTS because they have a 504, then they'll develop their portfolio through their PREACTS um, coach. Um, we have a new question that says, how will employers be made aware of the portfolios? The student will provide this info to them or will employer be able to access on their own? So this is a little bit, um, this is a slightly complicated answer. So employers um, were working to spread the message about portfolios. Um, there are, when students earn a certificate of completion, that is not considered a high school diploma. And a lot of employers require 
um, a high school diploma as part of the application process. So we are working to change that perception. And the portfolio is one of the ways that we're trying to change the perception that a diploma is the only entrance into employment. So we are working to do an awareness campaign um, about that. Students are going to be able to provide the information. They'll be able to provide links to the portfolio if it's digital. Um, and so that will be how employers would be able to access on their own. So the actual acronym for WIOA is W-I-O-A, and it is um, referring to a federal law, and the federal law has to do with um, vocational rehabilitation services and some of the funding that goes along with vocational rehabilitation services. So vocational rehabilitation services used to be just focused on adults. It now has a component that focuses on students as well, specifically um, middle school and high school age students. And that um, came into being about three years ago. And I think we owe us, I think the acronym stands for Workforce Innovation Opportunity Act. I believe so, yes, but. Yeah. The we have a lot of acronyms, don't we? We do. We have a lot of <laughs> jargon in special education. There's a lot of jargon in government, too. Um, we have a new question that says, do students get to choose to provide their portfolios to colleges? Yes. So students um, are, once they turn um, 18, they've reached what's known as the age of majority, and therefore they um, have full access to their rights as people. And so part of those rights are self, is called self-disclosing. So a person is able to self-disclose whether or not they have a disability, whether they're entering into college or they're entering into the workforce. So therefore, a student would choose whether or not they would provide their portfolio to the college or if they just use the skills that they, they developed through developing the portfolio to be able to advocate if they wanted to have accommodations in the college classroom. Just like we don't go and provide, um, just like schools don't go and provide IEPs to colleges when students apply to them. Okay, now Michelle, I know you've gone around the state over the summer training school staff and, and would you like to share your plans to get this information out or to make it uh, available to other folks that haven't had the opportunity to participate um, in yeah so this summer I'm I did several regional trainings throughout the state um, in person and in addition to those in-person regional trainings I have been working with school corporations to provide in-person training at their local sites tomorrow actually I'll be doing a webinar for um, educators uh, on portfolios that webinar just like this one today is being recorded and will be available um, on the IDOE website under the Office of School, um, Office of Special Education, rather. And um, they'll 
be able to access that at any time. Um, I also have several resources for how to develop the portfolio and, um, and what the process is that's recommended um, for everyone to use. Okay. So it's exciting. And then there's also some school corporations who are um, working with their um, the local chambers of commerce um, or local businesses to um, get the word out about this portfolio. And um, as portfolios kind of get developed and students um, age up um, to being uh, closer to exiting school, we'll be doing more of a focused awareness campaign about it, partnering some with some other people in the state. Great. And did you indicate that this would be on IDO's website as well, the Indiana yeah. Department of Yes, it will be. So um, the resources for the transition portfolio are not on the Indiana Department of Education website, but this uh, web, the recorded webinar for that will be happening tomorrow will be. Okay, great, great. Okay, well, that's something we can look forward to, to viewing as well. And um, okay, looks like there's another question listed on the website. Okay, no, you, you did answer that. <laughs> okay, getting ahead of me. <laughs> okay, now's the time to ask question, questions, folks. We, we have a live one here. <laughs> okay. I am not seeing any, any more questions at this time. No. So, well, we'll look forward to uh, the the webinar also that you're doing to, doing tomorrow and will eventually be on the Indiana Department of Education's website as well um, for staff and and others that didn't have the opportunity to attend today or your regional trainings so yeah yeah okay well we very much appreciate you all joining us just a reminder you will be receiving a survey at the conclusion of today's webinar. Once you've completed the survey, you will it will enable you to print your certificate of attendance. So pay attention. <laughs> Don't want to dismiss that. If for some reason you can't do it today, I believe another one will, I believe it will be resent tomorrow. Um, and you'll have that opportunity too, but please don't do two surveys. We we really only want, really only want one. So um, if you could do that, that would be great. Okay, there is a, a comment. Yeah, and I appreciate this comment. So um, it says not a question, but as a VR counselor and a mom of a child with special education, I think this will be very helpful. And that's, that's the goal of this is to be helpful. It's to provide students a way that they can show what they know and show how awesome they are without necessarily having to fully disclose that they have a disability, um, which is that was, which is something that I think is really powerful. Um, I've worked with people who um, have different abilities across the state and other states that I've lived and worked in. Um, I know that it's frustrating to be a person who um, Access the world accesses the world differently and to not have everybody understand or appreciate that. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how this uh, helps empower them as they they move up through their high school careers. Okay. 
All right, very good. Well, I'm not seeing any more questions, so we're going to go ahead and conclude our webinar. Um, I would remind you two weeks from today, we will be doing a, a webinar on bullying. This is a, a bullying prevention month, October is, and so uh, hopefully that may be something that is of interest to you. Please feel free to register when all that information or the registration becomes available. Thank you, uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, and 